0: Yoga, especially Fireflex Yoga, which is a functional movement-based yoga program, is really designed to develop those exact movement patterns that that firefighters need and, and use every day. Enchanted Sky Media.
1: From the Federal Resources Studio, this is Code 3. The Firefighters Podcast, hosted by award-winning journalist Scott Orr. Code 3 features interviews with leading members of the fire service, discussing firefighting strategy, tactics, and other topics you need to know more about. Now, here's Scott. That's right, and I will not let Parkinson stop me. Thank you for joining me again here on Code 3. This is the show for and about firefighters. We're informing and entertaining members of the fire service, just like you, from coast to coast. Here's an idea, yoga for firefighters. Wait, don't skip this episode yet. You owe it to yourself to hear about this, because even if you think yoga is not for you, it can probably help a problem you have. It's got a lot of benefits for firefighters. Here to explain why is Shannon McQuaid, the director of FireFlex Yoga. That's right, she runs a business tailored to providing yoga for fire service members. She comes from a fire family, so she knows what you need. She has 10 years of experience leading professional development training programs. And Shannon McQuaid joins me now. Welcome to Code Three.
0: Hi Scott. Thank you for having me.
1: Let's start with the obvious question. Is it a problem to try to get firefighters interested in yoga?
0: Well, yes and less less so now, I would say. And and not I wouldn't necessarily say it's the firefighters, but you know, fire leadership. Really needs to endorse the program for us to begin in department.
1: Do they need to have the benefits explained to them before they understand this?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I have, you know, when I started any department, it really is about education. And it, it's also about demystifying, you know, what yoga for firefighters looks like. Because we have, you know, I am the yoga program that we bring into the fire service has objectives that are designed to address the main issues you know facing the fire service today. So I do spend a lot of time in education up front.
1: Now I am sure that you are aware that there are gonna be a lot of guys out there who are going to look at this and go, come on, this is not for me, this is for women. How do you explain this to them so that they'll see the benefit?
0: Well, that is very true. And yes, I've met many of them. And, you know, the truth is, is that my job or, or my job, and I, I actually have 13 teachers who work with me. You know, we're n- we're not at all out there trying to convince or proselytize um, firefighters to get behind yoga. Fortunately, you know, when I started in 2014, I would say in most departments, we had about 80% of the firefighters who already knew yoga would be good for them, for everything that they do. And that number has increased to, you know, close to 90%. So there is some resistance, but it's not the majority of firefighters that we meet and work with.
1: What can yoga do for firefighters?
0: Let's talk about some of the, some of the least threatening aspects of of the benefits of yoga. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that has to do with with physical with with physical fitness with relieving with back pain shoulder pain pain in the knee and hip and also developing the movement patterns that that firefighters use every day at the, on the job and and that are the the most risky in terms of becoming injured things like throwing ladders or picking up and carrying patients you know this is where A lot of firefighters can experience a strain or a sprain. And and so yoga, especially FireFlex yoga, which is a functional movement-based yoga program, is really designed to develop those exact movement patterns that that firefighters need and, and use every day.
1: I noticed that you referred to relieving pain. My understanding, limited though it may be, of yoga is that it's for building strength. So does it do both?
0: yeah I would say for sure it does both, and you know that's gonna be an individual an individual's experience with yoga, but having now worked with you know several hundred firefighters, I would say the most common anecdote I hear following a class is that you know i have I have less pain. Well, I'll just tell you one story in particular when I first started teaching yoga at the San Jose Fire Department, I really didn't set out to create a whole organization. I really just was trying to float an idea by to see how beneficial it would be for firefighters having grown up in a fire family. And, and within about, after about six classes of a 12 session program, I had one firefighter in particular who he was really on the fence. I mean, I think he was pretty suspicious of this yoga thing, but he kind of went along to get along because the rest of his crew was practicing. And I showed up one morning. And he, he sort of intercepted me on the way to the station and he said, Shannon, for the first time in 10 years, I woke up this morning and didn't immediately think about my back pain because it wasn't there. So so absolutely, I think yoga is beneficial for relieving pain, but and also building strength.
1: How does it relieve pain? I mean, is it something that helps you to learn to mask the pain or does it alleviate the actual problem that's causing the pain?
0: Well... I don't wanna get I don't wanna get too woo woo on you, but you know, there's
1: Oh (laughs) go ahead and woo, it's all right.
0: (laughs) You know, some of the thinking behind pain has to do with just stuck energy, you know, tight tight muscles, sore muscles, overworked muscles, underdeveloped muscles. And so, you know, a lot of yoga practice really works on the body's musculature. So it brings, you know, fresh blood into tissues that maybe have been stagnant. And so, you know, a lot about yoga focuses on stretching and on mobility. And this these kinds of movements really do help to release what we would consider pain or tension in the
1: body. You said the key phrase to a lot of guys, I suppose, which is woo-woo. <laughs> Does yoga fix problems other than physical issues?
0: Well, yeah, yes. Yes. I mean, this is really wonderful and I'm sure you're going to ask me which ones exactly, but let which me Which ones in.
1: exactly?
0: <laughs> this is what I love. I mean, let me first say that I think one of the reasons that yoga has been so successful in the fire service over the last, you know, four to five years that I've been doing the work has to do in a lar- in large part about the robust and, and really copious research that's coming out of centers for mindfulness across the country. Now, the majority of the fire departments that we work in are in the San Francisco Bay Area. So in California alone, you know, in all the UC systems, they have research institutes that are focusing on specifically looking at how the brain and the body respond to meditation and, and yoga practices. So one, one research study in particular that caught my attention early on was funded by the National Institute of Health and they took a group, um, I believe it was largely females uh, who had what what was called treatment-resistant post-traumatic stress disorder, and they separated them into two groups. And one group received 10 weeks of very specific type of yoga practice that could be re- loosely categorized as interoceptive yoga. And then another group went into more of a counseling, a health and wellness kind of information classes for that same 10 weeks. And 52% of the participants who received the interoceptive yoga practice no longer met the criteria, the clinical criteria for PTSD. I'll
1: be back with more right after this.
0: Federal Resources is a mission critical solutions provider with only one goal, to empower and prepare the first responder for any threat at home or abroad that they are called on to respond to. Your mission is to protect and defend. Our mission is to make sure you're equipped with the knowledge and training on response techniques to current threats. We'll make sure you know the latest innovations in technology to ensure mission success every time. You look out for everyone else. Let us look out for you. Learn more at federalresources.com.
1: All right. I got to ask this then. Is this something that you have to believe will work for it to work? Or does it just work if you do it right?
0: (laughs) That's a fascinating question. I'm not sure. The answer is that, like I said, even the skeptic that I spoke to earlier in this conversation, and I would say, you know, a lot of firefighters we work with are skeptical. But when they actually do experience one or two classes, they're all in. So I, I hope I answered your question, if, if only indirectly.
1: How long, I don't even know what the phrase is, so I'll just call it this way. How long a course of treatment or number of classes do you have to take before you start to see real results? Well, that is
0: another great question. I mean, what what the research is, is pointing to is that, you know, over, over the course of one's life, if 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 you adopted these practices, you know there's an opportunity to actually change our traits or our DNA. But but what happens initially is called a state change. These are tep- temporary states of of our mind or emotional well being or even our behavior that might be fleeting, but they're 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 tangible. They're you can experience them. So for instance, you know even at the end of one class, I have firefighters reporting how much better they feel. It's like anything else, Scott. You know, it's like any other exercise program you're going to take up or new health regime or a new way of eating. You know, you need to do it over time and regularly to to experience not just the state change, but an actual trait change.
1: How did you get involved with this in particular?
0: So it was, I think it was just a series of synchronicities. I, I came from a fire family, so my father was a San Jose firefighter for over 34 years, as was my uncle. And at that time, this was in the 80s when I was growing up. A lot of my a lot of my father's friends and therefore my friends were were firefighters and the, and children of fire of firefighters. So, I I understood the culture from that perspective. After college, I went off and I started. I went to, took my first trip to India, and I I fell in love with the practices personally. I mean it it was my own personal pain as as a young twenty something that sent me searching, and I liked the information I received, which is which was yoga and meditation practices, and I started teaching and practicing for about close to fifteen years before I approached the fire service. And at the time, I was looking to to complete a master's degree in leadership, and i I wanted to demonstrate or I actually was just investigating. How does yoga practice actually transform or, or shift an individual? And then how does that lead to cultural shifts? And and so that's really how I got started leading the first my first pilot program, which was twelve yoga classes in San Jose.
1: It sounds as though individual firefighters are seeing some pretty good results. How has the the administration of these departments looked at your program once people have taken it?
0: Well, you know, administrators, fire fire leadership and administrators, they're, they're handling a lot of competing intentions. I mean, you know, they, they have fiscal responsibilities for their departments, but, you know, and then they also have the health and wellness responsibilities for all their staff. And so, I think, you know, what really to use this word sell, what really sells yoga to to fire leadership, especially those leaders who are forward thinking and are somewhat proactive, you know, the cost to deliver yoga classes in the fire station is a drop in the bucket to what it costs to, you know, have a firefighter out on a back injury or shoulder injury or an ACL tear for, you know, six months to a year. Not only does the fire, you know, the fire department have to cover that injury, but to backfill the position. You know, I'll tell you one other anecdote that I think is pretty powerful. I was working in a department. We we went out there and did our 10 sessions. And at the end of the 10 sessions, this firefighter who had never done yoga before came up to me and he said, Shannon, I thought your program was all about physical fitness. I thought it was about mobility. He said, but after 10 sessions, I'll tell you what's changed the most in my life is my drinking. He said, I used to go home and I would hit the bottle pretty hard and I wasn't very nice to my family. Since doing yoga, I'm not doing that as much or or to that degree. And, And really, that's a person who's turned a corner, a significant corner, And I can't even quantify what the cost would be, not only to that firefighter, to his family, but to the department. So when a fire chief looks at this information and, again, says, you know what, I'm going to be proactive in this situation, what it costs them versus what they're saving, it's it's kind of a no-brainer.
1: And we'll leave it there. Shannon McQuay, thanks for answering some dumb questions from me today here on Code 3.
0: Thank you so much for having me, Scott. Uh, I really appreciate this time together.
1: And we put some more information about how yoga could help you on our website at code3podcast.com slash yoga. Check it out. Now, here comes your trivia question. When an atmosphere contains less than this percentage of oxygen, it's considered oxygen deficient. I'll have the answer right after this. Now's your
0: chance to get your hands on Code 3 t-shirts, sweatshirts, and more. Show your support for the podcast that supports firefighters from coast to coast. Just go to Code3Podcast.com and click on the Code 3 store link. Or go to Code3Podcast.com slash shop and tell the world that you're a Code 3 fan.
1: Here's the trivia answer. An oxygen-deficient atmosphere contains less than 19.5% oxygen. All right, that's it. That's all for this edition of Code 3. I'd like to hear what you think of the show. Just email me, scott at code3podcast.com. Thank you for listening. I'll be back next time with more. I hope you'll join me. I'm Scott Orrin. until then, stay safe. Code 3 is made possible through the generous support of Federal Resources. Visit them at federalresources.com. This show is a production of Enchanted Sky Media. To contact us, get more information on today's show, or to subscribe to the podcast, go to code3podcast.com.